thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet number four. Unthrifty loveliness, why dost thou spend upon thyself thy beauty's legacy? Nature's bequest gives nothing, but doth lend, and being frank, she lends to those of three. Then, beauteous niggard, why dost thou abuse thy bounteous largress given thee to give? Profitless assurer, why dost thou use so great a sum of sums, yet canst not live? For having traffic with thyself alone, thou of thyself thy sweet self dost deceive. Then, how when nature calls thee to be gone, what acceptable audit canst thou leave? Thy unused beauty must be tombed with thee, which, used, lives the executioner to be. Oh, that was awesome! That was sonnet number four. I was so worried about reading that one, and I only messed up once. Uh, Welcome to Shakespeare's Sonnets. That was sonnet number four. I'm Mark Chatterley. I am Thierry Hillis. And and yes, awesome. I did that. I'm I'm very proud of that one. People out there might think that was useless. I'm proud of myself. That, that um, was. I mean, that probably means that I'm going to stumble on every single word in this one. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait. There's almost this unspoken competition going on. It's good. Um, so this again is 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 uh, another sonnet to the the young the young lover who who we are seeing in this journey. Shakespeare really wants to go out and have children. Uh, and and to go out and have sex and to propagate, there seems to be a slight switch up in in the way he's done it. He Shakespeare has done it by essentially aggressive threats, has done it by appealing to this young person's vanity, and now seems to be trying to, at least from my point of view, trying to explain it as if it was some sort of business investment, which is quite a shift, I think. It's quite interesting to. Uh, I mean, we've had the livery before, so he he sort of mentioned physical possessions before and he tends to yeah i mean he says profitless assurer is that the way you pronounce it i can't remember now but yeah he did money lending and um the beauty is niggard and he just physical possession have, having money having financial resources and wealth just yeah look at it as a business transaction as you said just consider it like money yeah, so so your your beauty is like a currency which for you is running out, but by investing in a child, is is kind of how the adverts on TV would go. Consolidate all of your existing childhood longings into one manageable childhood payment. It's also sort of um, reproaching as well because he says, "I mean, unthrifty loveliness. Why dost thou spend upon thy?" He's almost saying you are just you're handing your money out, just you're giving just everything away instead of using it for that specific investment for the future. You're just wasting your life away, basically, in in every sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in every in in vanity, in 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 monetary terms, in other people's respect. It, it's yeah, quite a shift, I think, from the usual message, but it. it it hits home more, at least uh, for me, coming from the, the modern culture, as much as I'm a part of modern culture, which is maybe a discussion for another time, but the, the discussion of money definitely hits home a lot more 
to me than the discussion about vanity. Well, I guess ha- having money is sort of a. I say modern times. I guess since civilized civilized times, money is a very big issue. You need money to live. You need money to to buy foods. To just it is basically how our society works. Yeah. So 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 using that as an image, as an investment. Well, yeah, money investment is is something that's that that hits closer to home than. And I wonder if. Vain. If if back in 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 Shakespearean land and in Shakespearean times, the money would have been maybe even more important. If I mean, I'm I'm very lucky in that I've I've always been employed. I've I well, other than when I was in education, and I I've, I live I rent quite a nice house in a nice area. And but even when you start looking at in in our country in general even people who don't have a lot of money and and are considered poor and on the breadline still have a house still have heating whereas in shakespearean times if you didn't have that even if you were working you could still be living on the street and i wonder if money back then would have hit home even more that in the sense of if you had some to invest, you would be idiotic not to be doing that. If you had the spare money to invest, having spare money would have been such a, a bigger idea. Or maybe I'm just making myself sound really ignorant here. I don't know. I mean, you still have... Uh, it's not like we've gotten rid of... Unfortunately, not gotten rid of homeless people yet. You, no. We, we, still, we still see that. Poor, poor people living on the street. I'm not... I don't know whether it was worse in Shakespearean times... I mean, t- I mean, they had different kinds of money to start with. They they didn't pay in, in pounds and uh, <laughs> they they didn't. They used they, dollars. They, they, yeah. I mean, <laughs> before everyone started hating America, but I mean, <laughs> and they had they had they had quite a few weird traditions, like carrying your own spoon around in a sort of. Uh, okay, didn't know that. That's no, random. No, that's that. that <laughs> I think that was mainly um, hy- hy- hygiene reasons. Okay. They they basically they they carried their own like spoon and uh, fork around. So when they ate out, because they obviously they had pubs already at Shakespeare's time. There's, there's actually there's if you go to Stratford upon Avon, there's quite a few pubs. That, I think two pubs that are still open that were open in Shakespeare's time. Okay. So they so they had pubs in Shakespeare's time, and you brought your own cutlery if you had foods because. There was no way to hygienically clean at the time. They they didn't have what are they called? Fairy? Are we mentioned allowed to mention products? They didn't have fairy and that sort. Of... <laughs> oh, maybe we're, we're not. Uh, we're not the BBC. We're, and... we're not big enough, but maybe fairy will now ship us. Yeah, maybe purchased. <laughs> they might. They they might ship us a big crate of fairy liquid each or something. <laughs> so all we need to do is mention Domino's and Pizza Hut, and I'll be happy. <laughs> I, yeah, that could work, dear Domino's. <laughs> Got to work it into the sonnets. But the the, the language, uh, I mean, there's there's nice, uh, almost um, mutually exclusive ideas going on. Profitless Asura, Asura being uh, a money lender. Profitless being you're a bit pants at that if you're if you're a profit one. Why dost thou use so great a sum of sums yet canst not live? So how can you use such a great amount and and not live? There are really interesting ideas, I think, in this sonnet. I, I just, 
I don't know. For me, at least, it seems more dense and unpenetrable than than the other ones we've seen so far. I'm just I'm just trying to gather my thoughts. It, 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 it's certainly it's more of a metaphor than saying you are beautiful. Have sex. <laughs> going going about. I mean, in, in that in that sense, it is definitely. Hard to pick apart. If 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 but you it, read this as the as the first sonnet, you would just it, it would just be weird and strange, and you couldn't really. I mean, you would get the message, but this, this does need the the context, the, the, the of, context the others. of the other ones. So going back to the discussion we had last time about whether they are, are designed to be read in a certain order, it, this one definitely seems to be wanting to be read after you've read the others. I mean, it, it it definitely builds on the ideas that he he has created in the first three sonnets. He, I mean, he's he's had he's had the pity, he's had the warning, he's had the, almost the threats, and he's appealing to the vanity and, and, and just at the adoration. He's calling him beautiful quite a lot in there. And this is this this one almost, I guess, appeals to greed. It's pretty much, he's just almost basically ticking off the. the the, the, the sins and just the going through sin. them vanity greed we just need gluttony and some others um i can't remember all of them off the top of my head the 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 last again the last two lines are, there's definitely a pattern i mean i know in sonnets the last two lines generally sum up and and hit home the message but i think shakespeare is very very good at this and uh thy unused beauty must be tombed with thee which used lives the executioner to be the the idea that you, you will have unused beauty. You, you, as we've already established, will after forty winters have wrinkles the size of trenches, and and your clothes will have withered away. So everything you put pride in will be gone. But there is still beauty in you because you have the ability to create something beautiful, and I'm, and that becomes unused. I'm I'm wondering with this one whether there is actually a sexual connotation in it. Ooh. As as in the unused beauty being the the actual unused. I don't know. Do we, yes. Are we going to get an explicit tag, or can I? <laughs> we well, say whatever you like. It's a podcast. Basically, the 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 unused semen. So if you don't do the physical, it's not like I I can I you're, definitely you're not you're not using it. But yeah, you just. And it's tombed with thee. It's, if, if, yeah, it hasn't been set free, basically. <laughs> yeah, if 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 you don't sleep with someone, then I mean you can't use it for anything else. It, it's just it, it literally goes to waste if you don't yeah. ha- sleep with someone and use it what it's good for, meant for. <laughs> good for. <laughs> it's the only thing that's, it's good for. <laughs> that's. I mean. Yeah, no, I, I I can totally see that that reading in this. The, the yeah, the idea that you have within you the potential uh, to to make something beautiful, and and if you don't use it and it stays within you, that's that's not how it should be. That's bad. And and that maybe for the first time pushing these into a sexual realm again seems to me to up the creepiness level of them so we've already talked about how i yeah think... you're basically talking about another guy's um 
Yeah. 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 Exactly. And and so we've gone from uh, what I think would be the the modern day, which is uh, I think you're beautiful, I, even though I'm male and you're male, or or whichever way round it works for you. I can see there's beauty in you. Shakespeare takes it one step further with therefore you should have kids, which I think takes it into a sort of creepier realm, which wouldn't you wouldn't have nowadays and now has gone even further by literally pointing to your doodads and going you're wasting it it's just going to go to the grave with you and it's not good pointing to little william yes pointing to little william exactly and yeah it's it's an interesting progression i i'm finding this absolutely fascinating we're, we're I... gonna have an orgy by Sonic Ten, <laughs> <laughs> but with just beautiful people. So the art. You don't want ugly people in an orgy. That just destroys the uh, the atmosphere. Oh, ugly people need love too. <laughs> Maybe they. That's when you switch the lights off. You let the ugly people in later. Switch the lights. That's wrong. Bad discussion to have on a podcast. Um, but yes. Um, I, I, yeah. I don't really have much more to say about this i i think i when i talked before about maybe trying to get some guests on this show i think every now and then there are sonnets where we would uh definitely uh, it, it would be better if we had someone who, who knew what they were talking about <laughs> and, and could come in and answer questions because i think this one's definitely um a, 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 a large step away from what we've had so far i mean we've only had three before this but that it would be nice to have someone coming in to give a uh, academic, I suppose, point of view of why that is. I mean, even <laughs> he—he—it's not. He, he says for having traffic with thyself alone. He—he—he <laughs> he, he, he does get incredibly specific in this one. So even as an academic, I suppose you—you—you you, you would have to touch upon that sexual meaning. Yes, yes, I agree. It's, I and... mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's basically screaming at you that the meaning of this sonnet yeah i i and that 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 line for having traffic with thyself alone that's now my favorite euphemism that's actually yeah we we, we should bring that back have everyone <laughs> keep just try and use have traffic with thyself alone as um a metaphor for uh masturbating and uh yeah <laughs> well, well making it classy uh, yeah, it does. It, it gives it that Shakespearean class that I think has been missing from masturbation for such a long time. Oh dear! <laughs> I, I think this is a good moment to read the sonnet again and yeah. uh, say goodbye. To I'm gonna, people. I'm gonna let you do that now that you've brought in the sex and the masturbation into this, and then we will say goodbye. Uh, read it with an erotic tone. <laughs> sonnet number four. Unthrifty loveliness, why dost thou spend upon thyself? Again, unthrifty loveliness, why dost thou spend upon thyself thy beauty's legacy? Nature's bequest gives nothing but doth lend, and being frank, she lends to those are free. Then, beauteous niggard, why dost thou abuse the bounteous largest given thee to give? Profitless assurer, why dost thou use so great a sum of sums, yet canst not live? For having traffic with thyself alone, thou of thyself thy sweet self dost deceive. Then how, when nature caused thee to be gone, what acceptable audit canst thou leave? Thy unused beauty must be tombed with thee, which used lives the executioner to be. Excellent. Just left a little pause at the end for people to ponder the ramifications. 
Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to uh, Shakespeare Sonnets. That was Sonnet Number Four, as read by Thierry. I've been Mark Chatterley. I have been Thierry Hillis. And and we will see you again next time for Sonnet Number Five. Exciting. <laughs> see you later. Bye bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Shakespeare Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.